0: Thank you name, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and God, Amen. Thank you again, everyone. And uh, I just want to start by uh, offering God thanks. uh, When we remember where we were last year, around this time, uh, we were at home. Each of us had set up some sort of prayer corner or altar. So uh, giving God thanks that the doors of the church are open for us. To come and to spend time here so we thank God for giving us a a, a, a much grace and much blessing and much mercy that he has opened the the doors of the church again one more time I want to talk um, about a a topic that is very dear to me uh, because I need it most and that is prayer so I, we want to uh, discuss a few things about the, the types of prayer and the level of prayer. Because there are several types of prayers we will see. And there's also levels of prayer within each type as well. So to get our mindset in the right place, let us discuss describing a loving friendship. What are some of the things that we think about when we are talking about our best friends? And when we think about our best friend, first thing that comes to many of us is that we're happy. Some of us may be thinking about the best friend and start smiling. Some of us start thinking about the best friend and we start knowing or thinking about what we know about them that we know what they like and we know what they dislike. That we also know that we just love spending time with them. And if we can't spend physical time with them when we go home we pick up the phone or we uh, uh, go on FaceTime or however it is nowadays, right? And we spend even more time with them. Some of these friends are in school and we spend an entire day with them and yet when we come home we want to spend more time with them And we pick up the phone or we 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 uh uh, facetime with them when we talk and talk and talk with them so when we talk about a friendship we also talk about certain sacrifices that we do for this friend right if my friend needs something And it means me giving up something for them, I will do it in a heartbeat. Right? So we spoke about, we know what they like and what they dislike. We love spending time with them. We would sacrifice anything for them. And we would never hurt them. The same type of relationship exists in prayer. When we talk about prayer, we think of this friendship and we strive to have that kind of friendship and relationship with our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. A relationship with the Father. When we think of the friendship, this friend that we want to hold dear to, that we can't stand to spend one second apart from them sometimes, We wish, and we should wish, that this kind of friendship exists between us and God. And this type of friendship is developed through prayer. When we think of prayer, it is the friendship between us and God. So let's talk a little bit about the types of prayer. The types of prayer, we can think of it as almost like on a horizontal line, right? And that is specific to different types of prayer that we offer to God. And then the level of prayer, we can think of it as the depth within those horizontal sections or spectrum. Okay? Because we can have several types of prayer, but they can be at the superficial level, at the very top. And there really isn't much depth, right? Think of back to our example of friendship. It could be a superficial friendship, right? Or it could be a very deep friendship. So, the first type of prayer we want to discuss is, that, is the prayer that is written that we recite. And the, one of the most famous ones that we do or the most famous one that we offer to God is the Lord's Prayer. It was taught by our Lord Jesus Christ himself on the Sermon on the Mount. And they asked him, the disciples asked him, teach us how to pray. Then he said, when you pray, say, our Father who art in heaven. And he taught them the prayer. We also have the Agbeya. The Agbeya, Agb in, in, in Coptic, is our so it's the Book of Hours. The Agbaya is written and we recite it. We have the Psalms which are in the Agbaya, or they could be prayed by themselves. The little short prayers offered by David the King and Prophet. The liturgy itself can be a form of written prayer. Basqa itself can be a form of written prayer. But I want to now take us into the depth of these prayers. We'll start with the Lord's Prayer, and I'll give that as the example. The Lord's Prayer, when we stand and we pray the Lord's Prayer. How do we pray the Lord's Prayer? Do we say it very quickly? And we can barely keep up with our own thinking in our heads? Sometimes... And I don't know if I can say this in the church, but sometimes there's a little demon waiting for us to say the Lord's Prayer. He's a little devil. And when you say the Lord's Prayer quickly, he throws a spear of yawning at you. You yawn when you say the Lord's Prayer. I don't know if you guys ever notice that sometimes if you say it quickly. Be careful next time when you pray the Lord's Prayer. He's waiting to take away your prayer. The one that our Lord Himself taught us. The one that we probably say the most frequent. The one that when we truncate our prayers, instead of praying for a very long time, we say, let me just say the Lord's Prayer. At least then we offer that. And even that can be taken away from us. So be careful when we say the Lord's Prayer. Do we meditate on His words? Do we meditate on this prayer? Do we mean what we say even Especially actually, not even. Especially when it says, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And yet I have a friend or an enemy that I despise and I will not forgive. So written prayer is there. It's one of the basic ones that we have. And as you can see, there are depths of it. When it comes to the Lord's Prayer, please slow down. Think about every word you're saying and offer it to God the same way you are talking with a friend. Be careful not to say, like a commercial, you know, if you hear on the the radio commercial, little disclaimer at the end where they're going 100 miles an hour, you know, (laughs) subject to the Right? We have to be careful not to do that with the Lord's Prayer too. Right? The second type of prayer, we'll call the, the arrow prayers, okay? Those are quick prayers, but those are ones that, that, that you need to just shoot quickly. And there's, the, you know, those are ones that are under usually under distress. Like something, uh, a teacher gives you a pop quiz, right? <laughs> you shoot your arrow prayer. And by the way, like uh, for, for those of you still in school, I used to do this when I was younger in school. Every subject, I used to have a folder for every subject. And every subject had a saint, a picture. And that would be my intercessor for that subject. So St. George was for math. I needed St. George for math, right? Especially when you start getting up into like the higher levels, calculus, you need a lot of error prayers in that class, right? So um, this is always good to have. And just shoot an error prayer quick. They call them error prayers because they're quick and they're short and they're, they're, they're also very effective, okay? So whenever you're in distress, rather than despair, throw up an arrow prayer. Whenever you are uh, tired, rather than complain, just shoot an arrow prayer, a quick one. Right? So that's the other, the other prayer. Another prayer we, we know as, as the Jesus prayer, okay? And the Jesus prayer is one that we, we hear a lot about. Monks, our fathers, the monks specialize in this prayer a lot. They do it constantly as they are working or doing uh, uh, their, their labor. Because remember, monks don't just do nothing the whole day in pray. No, they, they labor. They have to labor, right? So so it goes into, in, the, in the form of, and it can vary to a certain extent. It says, oh, my Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. And you can change it. Oh, my Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, uh, uh, have mercy on me uh, and forgive me. Oh, my Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. Have mercy on me um, and, and, and strengthen me. Well, However you want or even change. Instead of have mercy on me, bless me and watch over me or any of those, right? So those are the ones, but you need to practice that one, okay? That's one that, does, that doesn't come very quickly. We need to practice it. Then we have the meditative prayer where, where you're quiet, completely alone, in your closet, so to say, by yourself. And you meditate on the words and the graces and the love of God that is himself. And this is one where you don't, and this is, you know, your own personal side prayer, right? Sometimes, too, um, when we think of our friends, and remember when we said about, we're thinking about the friend, how wonderful they are, how great they are. You just sit and you, you just think about, you know, the blessings and the wonder and the amazement of God. And then you let yourself go in that prayer. And then there's the last one, which is transcendent prayer. transcendent prayer is the one that we hear about maybe monks like Abuna Fanous and Babola. these great uh, uh, monks that we hear about they are in another world. You can go and visit them and and I remember one time I we went to visit Abuna Fanous and it's as if he was gone, he wasn't even present until The monk actually, you know, shook him and said, there are people here to see you, and you can see him, like, coming back to reality or come back to the present, right? And he didn't care what was happening before. He was was gone. He was somewhere else. That prayer, of course, takes a lot of practice, but it can be achieved. It can be achieved, and we strive for these things, but it takes a lot of practice. So let's talk about the levels. We spoke about the several types. Now let's talk about the levels a little bit more deeply. Um, the, The levels of prayer revolve, the first one is revolving around the asking. At the superficial level, you're at the asking level, right? Where you're asking God for blessings. You're asking God to forgive you. You're asking God to heal someone. You're asking God to, you know, do things for you, help you pass a test, help you study Okay That's the superficial level where you're asking for things, right? The second one, but even within that there's there's deeper levels too like when we when you ask, how many of us ask for our friends, right? That's easy right to ask for your friends, ask for your family to heal Baba or mama or to help you know my friend uh, who's going through something personal or whatever it is, right? But how many of us actually ask for the sake of our enemies. How many of us ask for the sake of those that have hurt wrong us, right? So you see, even there, there's real depth, there, right? And we can ask, and that's okay to ask, and we should ask, right? But it's also certain depth that we, that we can ask as well. Another level of prayer is thanksgiving, giving God thanks. Giving God thanks for the things that you have, the things that you see, the things that you you observe. But then also giving God thanks for the blessings that you don't really see. And what I mean by that is watching over you and sometimes even you don't realize that, that, that he intervened, but he did. Some of us have averted accidents coming to church today. But there are also some that we never have known about and we don't know about. But we need to thank God for everything. Including the blessings that we don't see. The other level of, of, of thanking God is thanking God for your struggles. Thanking God for pain and for suffering. Thanking God for illness. How many of us thank God for being hurt. The church teaches us to always offer thanks to God. Whether we are on corona or not corona. Even funerals. The first prayer offered to God in the funeral is the prayer of thanksgiving. In the The words of St. Paul to the Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 16 through 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. In everything. The last level we're going to talk about is praising God. Just telling God how wonderful He is and how amazing He is as Creator, as Supporter, as one who has conquered death, as one who has died for you and for me, for his goodness, for his love, giving him praise, just like the three youth in the fire, giving praise to God. When the Israelites walked through the the, the Red Sea and they came out, immediately Miriam took the symbols and they started praising God. Giving God praise for how wonderful and truly great he is. Remember that friend and that friendship. The one that that it's easy to give thanks to them. It's easy to give them praise. But you got to develop the relationship. It's not fair sometimes that we blame God for not being there when we are the ones that have never even built the relationship to begin with. And we do this when we're going through a struggle. We say, God, where where were you? Where have you been? When I'm the one that has walked away from him. I'm the one that has never even picked up the phone and talked to him. I don't have that relationship with him. But the beautiful thing is God doesn't care. The minute you decide to lift up your heart to God in prayer... He listens right away. He listens, no doubt. All you have to do is offer a prayer to God and he listens right away. As a matter of fact, sometimes we think, oh, there's no way God will hear me. I'm a sinner. I've done this, this, the X, Y, Z. No, God listens to everyone. And he showed us that he listens to everyone. Actually, he's been waiting for you and waiting for me. Think of the Samaritan woman. He didn't have to sit by the well and wait. He could have gone with his disciples to get food and water. But he waited at the well for her. Many times there's a story of the sinner woman who washed his feet with her tears there is Mary, the sister of Martha and Lazarus, who poured the fragrant oil on him, on his feet. He's looking and coming to us, and he's just waiting for us. Finally, I will leave with the words of Koshin the III. Koshin says this in one of his sermons. He says, the devil does not mind that we speak about prayer. Or that we discuss prayer. Or even have sermons on prayer. The devil doesn't mind and he doesn't care. We can talk about prayer as much as we want. It is when we actually stand and lift up our hearts to God that he begins to fight. And finally, in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 7, it says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Take our prayer life seriously. And I say this to myself before I say it to anybody else. I need to take my prayer life seriously. And glory be to God forever. Amen.